In this, in this week's parsha, we find that Hashem was referred to as the God of Avraham and also in the God of Yitzchok. Elikei Avraham and Elikei Yitzchok. And Rashi points out that it's unusual during the lifetime of the individual, even as great as a tzaddik as they may be, that Hashem would call them and say that He is the God of such and such during His lifetime. So to speak that we're never sure how the person is going to uh, end up their lifetime. And God does not meyachet His name, He doesn't put His name on anyone during His lifetime. So after they pass on, we say all the time in the davening, Eleke Avram, Eleke Yitzchak, Eleke Yaakov, the God of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, because after their passing, we know that He is their God, He's their Elikim. But why would we say in this week's parsha also Eleke Yitzchak, while Yitzchak was still around, and uh, at that point, it doesn't seem fitting to call and to say Eleke Yitzchak, during his lifetime. And Rashi answers, Rashi says that because we read in the previous Parsha that uh, Yitzchak was blind or he was very weak, his eyes became very weak. And because of that, that meant that he was mostly uh, in the house. He didn't go out. And because he was most in the house, he was sort of uh, contained over there, and Rashi says he didn't have any more Yetzir Hara, his evil inclination uh, went away from him, and we also know that a person who is blind, Rahman al-Islam, is considered like a mace, is like one who is dead, and a person who is dead already is uh, potter for mitzvahs, according to some opinions, a blind person is potter for mitzvahs, but nevertheless, when, because of all this, Rashi seems to say that it's okay to say the God of Yitzchak at that point because Yitzchak isn't going to sin anymore. Yitzchak is already uh, past all these stages. Now we're secure, we're confident that Yitzchak will make it through and therefore we can say Elikei Yitzchak. So just to add, because it seems still... Uh, we know that after Vatichena Einov, he lived quite a few years from that point and on. Uh, he lived up till the age of 180. And uh, so there was about uh, another 50 years from the time of Vatichena Einov until the time, from the time with, with, with Yaakov and the, and the Brachas. And uh, this was quite a while. You know, he journeyed 14 years in Yeshiva Shem Be'ever, 20 years by the house of Lavan, that's uh, 35 then. So there was uh, quite, you know, some, some times, maybe 35 or 40 years. It was a long, a long time. Um, so how could we say that Yitzchak was already all set in that time just because his eyesight was gone? And so one of the ideas brought out is that the way he lost his eyesight, because we read in the Parsha, that the reason he lost his eyesight is because of the daughters 
of the, the wives of Esau, they were actually using the incense and smoking for Avodah So that smoke uh, affected the eyesight of, of Yitzchak in a bad way, in a negative way. And the question is, how come it only affected uh, Yitzchak's eyesight? What about, you know, Esau himself? Or what about uh, the, the, the wives themselves? We find that Esau's eyesight went bad. Um, if it was a smoke, if it was a physical thing that caused the uh, eyes uh, uh, to uh, become damaged, so why, why was it only Yitzchak? What happened to all the other people around them? So apparently it turns out that this wasn't just a physical matter uh, because they were uh, physically, there was smoke there and somehow that caused the blindness to Yitzchak. It seems that it also had to do a lot with the fact what they were smoking to, that the smoke was coming as part of an idol worship, that this was a part of their uh, service to their Avedizora and because the service to Avedizora the sensitive eyes of Yitzchak were such that they couldn't stand it and they couldn't tolerate that kind of smoke. So it wasn't just the physical smoke, but it was the smoking to the Avedizora which disturbed him, which didn't allow him his eyesight. And that shows not just in the fact that he, he didn't have his eyesight, but it shows that he had a uh, tremendous uh, sensitivity and spiritual greatness so that if there was something which was against Hashem, which was against uh, the, uh, the, the, the belief and the service and worshiping idols, that is something that touched him in such a negative way so that he actually lost his eyesight. So, and that was unique to Yitzchak. All the others, of course, Avedizor's smoke didn't bother them. It didn't bother Esau. It didn't bother his wives. And they could tolerate it. So, when we were saying that uh, Yitzchak was considered like a mace because he didn't have his eyesight, it's not just the physical eyesight that he didn't have, but rather we're talking about the fact that he was so much dedicated to Hashem that he's, to the extent that even Begashmi is physically he lost his eyesight because of his, uh, of his level of connection to Hashem. So that means that he was already pretty much you know, taken care of and he was already pretty much secure. And even the Eberster, even Hashem could rest his name and say, because once he reached that level, he is already at the level of a tzaddik that will never fail and will never uh, sort of change his ways. And Hashem therefore calls him a uh,